What's good, podcast fam? It's your boy, Jason Craig, a.k.a. the Friendly Neighborhood Dreadhead, and today is a very special night. I have my guest host. I'm going to butcher his name because I'm bad at pronouncing names, but he is the host of Entertainment Rants. My man, Mr. Marco, is it Mazzola? Got it right. Oh, hey, I got it on the first time. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we joined by my main man, Robbie A. Bear. What's going on, y'all? It's going good, going good. I'm excited to get to this movie, if you want to call it that. <laughs> if you want to call it, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, before we get on, man, uh, Marco, tell the, tell the lovely um, audience about yourself. Um, so I am a martial arts instructor by trade. I own a school in outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Um, but last year during the pandemic, I started a podcast, as you said, it's called Entertainment Rants. Um, where, you know, similar stuff. We rant about movies that we love, past, present. You know, we do, um, one week, uh, one show every week on Tuesdays. We, uh, post our, our reviews and then we also do a weekly review on like, uh, Marvel, you know, Move uh, shows or Disney, sh- you know, the uh, Mando show, things like that. We just go weekly reviews as well. So we post you know, at least one or two episodes a week. Okay. Okay. And, and y'all, I got to say the, the intro to his podcast, it blows ours out the water. I love your production <laughs> for your intro, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Maybe sound listening to radio, old time radio. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Hey, but keep doing you. <laughs> So, um, so yeah, let's talk about your show a little bit, man. Um, what'd you think of uh, the Mandalorian? I, I heard your review. So the Mandalorian, I love that the, the, the oh, yeah, two seasons we got Boba Fett or the book of Mando Fett, if you yeah. want to call it that. Um, I mean, the, the first five episodes were, or first four episodes were really rough going. Uh, and then the two, you know, Mandalorian centric episodes were off the charts. Cause it was just basically, you know, a, a, a trailer for, mando season three and then the last episode i thought was you know it was a mixed bag you know we had luckily the titular character actually decided to show up uh, <laughs> but that decided to make an appearance in his own show uh so that was you know nice twist for us and um yeah it was a little long in the tooth a lot of you know shooty shooty pew pew at some you know shielded robots and they kept doing it even though they knew the their lasers were getting through so they spent 10 minutes on that um and then just running and running and running. It was, you know, a really fast paced Lord of the Rings. We're just going to keep running instead of walking. So that was a little slow going. But other than that, you know, the watching like Mando and Boba Fett fighting, you know what I mean, with each other. That was awesome. You know, we finally got some payoff on that. Um, the Cad Bane intro was great. He'll be back. Obviously, he's not dead. Uh, but I thought it was kind of a quick you know, get him in last two episodes and then kill him off. Pseudo kill him off. Obviously he's not dead, but they could have used him. It, it could have been a very different show if they just made it Cad Bane somewhat towards the beginning, Yeah, you know, spliced in a little bit of the, of the sand people. We didn't need so much of them, of the Tuscan Raiders, but you know, but it's a lot of that Cad Bane kind of him coming at him, that kind of stuff. That would have been a much better show than what we got. Uh, but you know, who knows? We can uh, hopefully never see season two, uh, but we'll get looking forward to Obi-Wan and all the new shows that are coming out. So, Yeah, and I, I really think they legit, I forgot the actor's name, but they probably told him to go in, to just stay home for the next few days and say, all right, y'all, so within the next two days, we're going to film all the, we're going to film these these last three episodes. Yep. And bring yeah. it back in. Yeah, tomorrow, Morrison, you get a break. Go ahead. Go to, we're going to pay you, but you go home. You beat it. You get out. 
Even one of the episodes he tried to come in, they didn't even let him get a line in. When he came in, well, the last it was a minute and a half on screen, <laughs> no lines in his own show. That's bad. Do you, want to, do you want to talk here? No, button it. We got this. You're good with your robotic, very still movements and your your monk attitude. Just calm down. We can take care of it from here. We got Mando here. That's all we need. And it's so bad too, because when I was when I was young, like when I first started, when I saw the first the first uh, sequel trilogy, when I was like twelve, I was like, man, it's a cool it's a Mando. Um, Mando Boba Fett is a cool character. Then I started reading yep. some of the comics and the books. Like, why don't yep. we get none of this in the movie? He's then, a badass. Man, fighting oh, that's right. Fighting the, the, who would he have six six lines or something like that in, in seven minutes of actual screen time from the yes. original trilogy? Like that was it. I think yes. that's including the uh edition with him at with Jabba and Tatooine and New Hope, like when they added him in there in the background. Yeah, it wasn't a lot, but like you said, the comics and everything that was done, uh, the extended universe really rounded out that character, and they gave us none of that no. in this in this show. They just you know they they nerfed him made him a monk until the very last episode where he actually like you know comes out of a shell if you will and kills cad bane two seconds it's like okay well we're back now we're all gonna be lovey-dovey and my little hurt arm and walk through the city kind of bowing it was really tough it was tough to watch that character he for decades you wanted to see him kick some ass and he's just like you know what we're gonna do we're gonna wait just five episodes of waiting right imagine that being a comic book just one page after another we're waiting we're just waiting it out waited out like there was nothing to watch yeah i'll ask for the book of boa fett and instead i got a book of sand he that's was right in, he was in a bathtub and sand for five episodes that's every episode <laughs> in the bathtub do we need one more shot of this bathtub please oh, yeah, i'm probably don't i guess y'all are saying i probably shouldn't even watch i watched no. like the first episode watch the last um, few episodes that's watch it the- if you like if you like the mandalorian watch the last three episodes you'll pretty much get caught up by then it's all good wow yeah and this- i mean you got a lot of nice luke and grogu stuff like that was fun however there's that whole bit of like luke just being like all right we're gonna go so almost sith on you right you have an ultimatum you want do you want this you want the sword or you want the chainmail? what do you want Right. That's that's it's either me or him. Take your pick. You can't have both. Right. Just giving them that ultimatum. And basically, Grogu was like, yeah, see ya. Beat you, it. I'm out of here. And you already know that he was not going to be no Jedi because what they wanted. Disney think they slick. But I've been on to you for years, Disney. What they trying to do, they're going to sell Grogu in the Mandalorian out in the Mandalorian armor, the little baby Mandalorian armor. And that's going to yep. sell a lot of toys. Absolutely. Disney, you ain't, I love Baby Grogu. He is really cute, but you ain't slick, Disney. I can't wait to get him on my Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, yes. Get that Hallmark ornament. <laughs> but wow. yeah, man. Um, sorry. Or my, pop fi- or my pop figure. Either one or the other. <laughs> they'll, they'll be here somewhere. Or both. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it was it was sad. Like, at the end, they're like, yeah, we knew he's going to choose Mando because we need to have him in season three because he sells the show, right? He's the cute factor. And plus, we know that Kylo Ren was, quote unquote, Luke's first student Yeah. in the thing. So Grogu can't be his first student in the Academy. We've already been told that. So unless I plan on retconning it, he has to leave. He has to go away. I love the fact that they threw Ahsoka back in. Oh, I you know, her. she's amazing. You have, like I said, a lot of Luke. And they did the um deep fake essentially which is not they didn't quite do deep fake it was a little different on this one with luke was way more sellable than the first time they did it because the first one was just you know a couple of minutes uh you know and it was it was good you know the ending of mandalorian but this time it was 
pretty much flawless. Like I watched that multiple times to see if I could see some like weak link in that. And it was not, that was flawless watching him actually speak, you know, it was a stunt double doing the moves and things like that. But to watch his face and actually see him talking was pretty flawless. I was impressed. Yeah. I, I, and what's so crazy is that they got had most of that episode is like <laughs> Disney next time. If you, not sure about a character don't try to throw everybody else in the show because it's probably the book of boba fett not the book of the skywalkers mandalorian and ahsoka tano because that's not what we came yeah. for but not to change not to change subjects to our actual what we're talking about yeah. tonight that's exactly what they did for the last three batman movies oh yeah let's go, let's go ahead i mean right am i wrong like since the first batman movie where you had the joker and jack nicholson just chewed the scenery he was so over the top he was so amazing in his performance yeah. after that you always had to have at least two villains until this one ends three because nobody was going to top jack nicholson's performance from the first one so it's like all right let's throw as much in this sink as we could possibly throw yeah like okay before we get on this my thing about the batman movies i told my friend robbie i I like The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is one of my favorite Batman movies. I wasn't really too keen on the first one. Third one can eat a dick because of what they Third did Third one was a Bane. big hot circle of garbage. What, so what they did to Bane and what they promised me, I thought I was going to get Batman Nightfall and Batman No Man's Land all in one movie. But instead, I got Austrian Bane. And I Batman think- with a bad back. <laughs> Yeah, old old man, ba- old slightly man dis- Batman. dislocated, slightly dislocated. Dis just needed a shot in the back, quick adjustment, and he's climbing over the rope and jumping. Yeah, yeah. but all the time jumps and stuff. Oh, oh. I didn't, oh I didn't really dislike the Dark Knight Rises. It definitely has its issues, but like, I do think they were trying to they were try- trying to fit too much in there. I think I don't think Christopher Nolan really cared at that point. He just said, <laughs> "Look, I'm trying to work on an Interstellar. I don't want to do this yeah. anymore." <laughs> yeah it and definitely then, went i mean dark knight was definitely the highlight of those three. First one was decent introduction although uh, uh you know christian bale can eat a dick too because he's the worst <laughs> batman ever other than george clooney he's the second worst batman little short little punk with a 60 year smoker voice get lost okay it was a bad choice and what was even worse about that voice is he's still using it when nobody's around selena oh. kyle ditches him and he's like oh that's how that feels like really that you still use that voice on yourself, like you're fooling yourself. It wasn't. Wouldn't you just be like, "Oh, that's what that feels like," huh? Okay. No, he still uses the stupid voice. I was one bad choice after the other. I'll put okay. <laughs> I may not have a hate for you as much as I do, but I will say his Bruce Wayne to me it was weak. It was a weak oh. Bruce. It was weak Bruce Wayne. Now his Batman, I told Robbie all the time. I- <laughs> That notice me line is the funniest line. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because like you like you just see his lip quivering and his head yep. shaking. I was like, bro, come on. But yep. I will give it to Christopher Nolan. I did think the take on Batman was a unique, interesting take because being more realistic. Because I was wondering. Unique is a good word. Like, oh, how are they going to do Ray Al Ghul? And I'm like, oh, they actually. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. Then, then uh, Batman murdered him. <laughs> yeah, I don't care sure. what nobody say. Batman Batman's, murdered. Batman Batman's murdered. all you know, Batman, all about the murder. Murder <laughs> man, that's what they call him. Okay, I'll put it this way. I didn't mind the, the the killing of Batman v Superman because I was like, you know what? He's 
a middle-aged Batman. He probably tired of this shit. Ben yeah, he was, he was <laughs> Dark Knight Returns Batman at that point. I mean, he's pretty almost Dark Knight Returns Batman. Yeah. Where he had been doing this a long time. Robin's been killed. He's like, all right, screw this. I'm just going to take everybody out. You know, and I get that. Yeah, this like was a, not that Batman. This was Batman year one or two, you yeah. know, until until the third one when he decided to take the costume off because his not girlfriend, mind you, wasn't having sex with her. She got killed, so he decided to ditch the bat costume. Meanwhile, his parents getting killed are the reason he puts it on. But his friend, not girlfriend, dies, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sit in my house and hobble for a few years with you know what I mean, doing room archery, the next Olympic event, by the way. And you know, I, meanwhile, I have this magic brace that i can just slap on my leg and be fine jump around like an idiot from now on where was that seven years ago <laughs> right and that's the only thing that the only trope that whole reason him to take the time off was to let the fake robin grow up the guy who you know he ooh, gave this he gave that secret yeah, orphan annie cool. wink to say i'm batman the orphanage go i know him he must be batman he gave me the secret orphan annie wink Right. <laughs> so now he grows up to be the worst Robin, worst cop, because the entire police force goes underground because of him. He can't throw a punch, can't shoot a gun, and they all listen to him to go underground. Hey, well, but he's well, Robin. Yeah, I'm going to give him the keys to the cave at the end of the movie. He'll do great. I'm going to bolt off with my girlfriend to France and screw Alfred. Maybe he might find me. Screw him. He's only been charging me since I was a little kid, but I'm going to ditch him. No no call, no phone call, no carrier pigeon or smoke. Signals. Hey, it's me. B-dub. I'm alive. I'll be in France if you need me. Nothing. Just screw you. Well, it was just one shitty choice after another. The, the bat wing, oh, that got a nice little upgrade. We're so glad you got the patch. For the, for the for the bat wing that seemed to work. Don't forget the nuclear bomb that caused no problem. Causes no problem at all. Never mind an explosion. Okay, it's underwater. No tidal wave that takes out half the city. No nuclear fallout. Nothing. Not just a nice glow in the sky. That was a pretty glow. Okay, coffee, y'all. Go for coffee. Well, ridiculous. Chris, well, Christopher Nolan. I. I liked it. I liked the second movie. I didn't like the third movie that much, but the yeah, second movie was great because of Heath Ledger, right? Yeah, the but, Joker, one of the best Joker performances. Oh, him and Jack Nicholson. Heart. I think I hold them together, right? Jack Nicholson, Heath Ledger, their Jokers were different yeah, Jokers, think... right? Clown Prince, you know, like the gangster versus the anarchist, right? Like different versions of the Joker, which there have been many, but they're both the performances were stellar in their own way, right? Yeah. That's yeah, why that movie was great. I don't think Jack Nicholson really gets it. To me, he doesn't get enough credit for playing the Joker. Yeah, yeah, I and, agree. And I gotta say, like, I know Joaquin Phoenix, his movie is a standalone, which I don't, I don't know why, but I really did like Joaquin Phoenix because for it was something different because we never got a movie about the Joker and the psyche yeah. of of the Joker. I like, oh, that's an interesting take. And Joaquin Phoenix, he finally got the award. He he got the award he deserved that year. He yeah. acted his ass off, put his body on the line. But, yes. But in the segue into but the segue into what we're talking about, we're gonna talk about people who did not put their all into it. Let's go ahead and talk about good old Batman and Robin. You gotta now, play the trailer because I haven't seen the bat nipples in a while, and I'm oh, Jones. Yeah, and- you, oh, you're gonna see you're gonna see them bat nipples, the badass can't the wait. Bat, the bat crotch, all uh, of it. In I the can't play. wait to get my bat credit card in the mail. I'm dying. <laughs> Man, I'm still waiting for that bet credit card. I ain't never gonna get it. I- <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> but if y'all I like to my us. own and my my own uh snowmobile, you know, yes. like you're on ice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, okay. Let's let's go through the timeline of the Batman since Batman '89. So up to that point, we got the Tim Burton Batman, which it to, like it's not my favorite, but it still holds up a little bit because Jack Nicholson does a great job. Batman Returns, I'm not too crazy about. I'm not really too crazy about. Now then, after Tim Burton, they said, "All right, Tim, we need your dark shit out the door. It's for the kids." You piss McDonald's off. You don't piss off McDonald's. Yeah, you don't piss off that. You don't piss off that other clown. You don't That's piss right. Off that other clown. So they say, you know what? Good old cartoony Joe Schumacher. Come on in, son. What you got for us? Well, I got, I got, um, the, I got Mad Hatter. I mean, the Riddler. And yeah. going to get Jim Carrey to play him. Like a lot of crotch shot of Jim Carrey. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. So, um, what about Billy D. Williams? He seemed like he would, he would have been a smooth Harvey Dent. Nah, I got, I got Tommy Lee Jones. Like, oh, Who basically okay. plays it like Jack Nicholson. Yes, yes. He said, oh, that, that, that's cool. So you're going to have him look like a burn victim? No, he going to look like Gromis threw up and took a shit on his face. That's right. <laughs> I'm like, that's right. Warner Brothers like, oh, that's nice. So what about the suit? Oh, he's going to wear a shag carpet on one half and normal suit other half. You know what? It's cartoony and it's dumb. The kids yep. going to love it. Yep. He's going to love it. That yeah, once well, you got business on one side and pimping ain't easy on the other side. It was awesome. <laughs> Great value, pimping. That's right. <laughs> and then we got flat-ass Val Kilmer. I, after watching that movie, I did not realize how flat he was as Batman. Uh, but wasn't the smile great? Because Batman smiles a lot. I, I don't even that think was a creepy ass smile. Uh, it was a creepy ass smile. Little stalker. It was great smile. Like Batman doesn't smile, and he's stalking her. That's awesome. It's too bad that Val Val Kilmer actually looked really good in the bat suit. Yes, he did. Like, I mean, it's just like it just feels wasted now. Now after I, after going through it last week, I'm like, oh damn, this is worse than I remember. <laughs> And don't forget, you know, um, instead of getting a teenage boy Robin, of course, for, for they don't want to invoke, they, they don't want to show kids out there fighting crime. We had to get a 17-year-old, 25-year-old. Because right, it's creepy. It's <laughs> creepy. You have this grown man with this little, like, 10-year-old living in, a, in his house alone in a cave. In a gimp, in a gimp outfit. Right. Out there fighting crime in a gimp yeah. outfit. Yeah. It's creepy. You can't really, how does that play? Even back in the 90s, that doesn't play. So for whatever reason, because us Batman fans, we are, we just masochists and just love to be punished. We went to go see this movie. It made, it made some money. So Warner Brothers, for whatever reason, they say, you know what, Joel, you did a great job. Here's your $125 million. Well, this is the $125 million, $160 million. Have fun with that. And here's, here y'all, we got Batman and Robin, probably known as the worst Batman film. It nearly killed the franchise before Nolan gave us Batman Begins. Oh no! It put Blade, that... It not only killed the franchise; it killed superhero movies for years until we got Blade. Yeah, absolutely yeah. buried. Nobody would touch a superhero property until they finally decided to take a shot on Blade. Uh-huh. That absolutely killed. And Schumacher has, you know, before he passed away, apologized for it, and so did uh, uh, George Clooney. They both apologized for that movie because they both know it was shit. Yeah. <laughs> And not only did it kill, not only did it kill um, hopes of Batman, Batman movies for years, but don't forget, forget it also killed, and well, not really, but it brought a career on the downturn, Alicia Silverstone's career, 
Yeah, and, it's Christopher Christopher O'Donnell too. He's he's yeah. come out publicly and said that was one of the worst decisions he ever made because it crushed his career too. Because everybody saw him as that in that horrible movie when it really wasn't his fault. He yeah. was doing the best he could with a crap script and a crap movie, and it just it just hurt him for years until he finally got off the NCIS or one of those shows that he's on now. Yeah, but but y'all. Now, before we get into this very fun review, let's go ahead and watch the trailer for Batman and Bat Boy. I mean, Robin. <laughs> My name is Freeze. Learn it well, for it's the chilling sound of your doom. This is the way the world could end. Please, show some mercy. With ice. With a kiss. With venom. I probably should have mentioned this. I'm poison. Poison ivy. And the only man who can stop them. I freeze. I'm Batman. Can't do it alone. Batman will watch his beloved Gotham perish. Bundle up, boys. There's a storm coming. Kill the heroes! It's the hockey team from hell! Cool party! Arnold Schwarzenegger. All right, everyone, chill! George Clooney. Julian of the marrying kind. I know you've had your wild nights. Good night. Wild doesn't doesn't quite cover it. Chris O'Donnell. I want a car. Chicks dig the car. This is why Superman works alone. Uma Thurman. So many people to kill. So little time. Alicia Silverstone. And you are? Batgirl. That's not awfully PC. What about that person? Found the Batcave. She knows who we are. Guess we'll just have to kill her. Yep. In Joel Schumacher film. Strength. And courage. Partners. Honor. Partners. And loyalty. It all comes together. We're going to need a bigger cave. Batman and Robin. Yeah, so uh, Warner Brothers, I want to go back in the past few years and tell y'all, y'all can eat a dick for this movie. Y'all can (laughs) eat a big fat dick for this movie. All right, before we get on, let me start with this. This movie, one thing this movie suffers from is the lack of tone that they they don't they don't even know what tone they're going for. Some moments they try to be serious, some they try to be a comedy. Then it just gets homor homoerotic at one point with all the bat nibbles and badass. Oh, this so the Ooh. trailer the trailer oversells it. It oversells that movie completely. The trailer makes it out to be something much larger than it actually is. It tries to make it, they try to play it off as a straight-laced movie, but but it is the complete opposite. This thing is campy as hell. Right, and they try oh, to play it serious. Like, 
Before. You're using you're using the typical you know voiceover. His name is Donald Leroy LaFontaine. Uh, if you know him, he's the guy who did basically all the movie trailer voices back in those days. Oh yeah. Uh, he passed he passed away in 2008, but he was the guy. He's like the king of voiceovers. He's got that deep voice. They used him, and it definitely oversells that campy movie. Like that's a good voice for like Armageddon, but not for Batman and Robin. I just think, man, Lou, they <laughs> even though like, like Peppa the Clown might have been good. <laughs> man or uh well i would say well to be honest the perfect person for as crazy as this movie gets and how weird it gets bill cosby should have just voiced this trailer i would have yeah. i would have i would have <laughs> awesome. talking about pudding pops my oh boy oh my god and this round the time that bill cosby that was around the time he just started saying whatever came to his mind he just started mm-hmm. seeing now but yeah man this uh, to start this movie off, it this movie it from the jump, fr- from the jump, it you already it just should let us know what this movie is about because the first thing we get to see, y'all y'all already know it's a Joel Schumacher film and Batman suiting up. So what we get to see, y'all, oh we get to see some prime badass and bad nipples and bat crotch. Yep. Yeah, who was that for, by the way? Them nipples. That ass. Oh. That crotch. <laughs> that mo ass. Mo crotch. <laughs> Kneecaps. Yeah. See, now, I remember Bob Kane being pissed. Being p- pissed about the uh, the nipples. <laughs> okay, so wow. maybe that was okay. So, I, I, of course, we all know God rest his soul, but we all do know that Joel Schumacher, he he was, he was um he was gay. So I'm pretty sure, like a lot of the things, it made sense. It made sense to me now. Like it was a lot of homoerotic things in both movies. Mm-hmm. But you know, but you know, back then I'm surprised nobody. Well, I wasn't. I wasn't a lot. Well, like I was really young when the movie came out. So Marco, I know you're older than me. Yep. Was there ever a problem with with all the homoerotic stuff in the bat in the these two Batman movies? I mean, problem might not be the right word. You know, it was definitely obvious that it was there yeah. um, and it just didn't make any sense. Like it had no place in it, Yeah, you know, because it's a Batman movie. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not a statement piece. It's a campy Batman movie. So yeah. to put really any sexualized stuff in there, I mean, I guess they do to some degree in all, in all superhero movies, right? Even Bond movies, right? They have, they get the girl, that kind of stuff. And coming from that director, you see it through that prism. It makes sense, uh, but no, there wasn't too much of a other than the, the stupidity of putting nipples on the bat suit. You know, there wasn't any because we did get some shots of Alicia Silverstone, so it balanced out. Yeah, I'm not saying like it's a problem. I'm saying for people because you know, back in the early, late '90s and early 2000s, you know, being gay was a problem. I, st- I still don't know why. The people yeah. business, people business. But reason why I, I ask because now they make it. They make like being gay or putting th- gay things in shows and movies, they make it seem like they just now started doing this when they've been right. doing this for years. So I mean, me- they didn't have them kissing or anything like that. You know what I mean? So there was no, you know, that kind of stuff. It was just some, some gratuitous shots of their ass and crotch. And I mean, like yeah. for me, like I said, it don't bother me. Cause I feel like, like I said, like game of Thrones, that thing should be called game of titties. Cause all yeah. I go, all, all I see is titties. That's yep. all. And like, like I was telling people, because this show we watch, Euphoria, Euphoria, it has a lot of dicks in it, and people said, "Dude, do, do I can't watch the show because a lot of dicks." Like, why? 
Why? It, it, it's just, a lot of titties everywhere. <laughs> it, it, like, it's a balance of titties and dick, so why does it matter? Yeah. Like, yeah, so, like, me, I just don't find – I didn't have a problem. It was just funny. Like, why do we have a close-up on their asses and they crush? And it's yeah. zooming in. Yeah, uh, like, dramatic zoom in, because you ain't hit – Cause you ain't hear that music. <laughs> like that ass coming for you. And two crosses and two honest. asses. <laughs> two butt cheeks and two cro- two dicks coming at you to a theater near you. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, man. Okay, so the way this movie starts off, which it makes no sense because it meant free. I will say this at least um, with the Riddler and Two Face. Well, I would, yeah, Two Face. We get somewhat of an introduction. This we just they just throw Mister Freeze up in there. They they just yeah. throw him in there. Yeah, yeah. We get his backstory later. Yeah, we yeah. get backstory later. Which okay, I will give them credit. They somewhat got his backstory right. Some they fell yeah. up. They fell off some part, but they somewhat got his backstory yeah. of his wife thing. Which I'm surprised they put they put it in there. But oh yeah, hold on, y'all. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Maybe, maybe whenever I do a Patreon, something to start doing watch parties, I'm going to do. I want to do a watch party for this movie. Yep. <laughs> I want to do a watch party for this movie because y'all, if y'all have not seen Batman and Robin, the masterpiece that is Batman and Robin, this scene is known. What's it known for with Arnold Schwarzenegger, y'all? The ice puns. Them damn the ice puns. Them horrible. Them- the damn ice puns. Let me just give y'all. Let me give y'all a taste of the ice of the ice puns. Hilarious. Four y'all. minutes. <laughs> that is yes. God damn. That's a lot of ice puns. <laughs> and they and they threw him. They threw him in there with that backstory because they kind of had to, right? We had at this point the Batman animated series with Heart of Ice, yeah, which was yeah. like an Emmy award winning. You know what I mean? Basically, that that story was incredible and it had that backstory. So I don't think they wanted to change it after that because that was yeah. one of the best episodes of the Batman animated series. And it made Mister Freeze one of my favorite villains when I when I went yep. back and watched it. And I was like, wow, this is a really very complex character. It is, and they had him do that. I'm trying to keep life of me. I can't remember the actor's name. It's a very he's actually a pretty famous guy. Um, but I remember hearing the stories about him, and they were just like, "Do it less, right? Less. Give us less heart. Give me less emotion." And he's like, "What? Like just pull back the emotion even more, even more." Till he just got that very chill, talking, slow paced. It was incredible what they did with that voice. Yeah, yeah man. Like the thing- that's Andre Romano right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. Okay, I know Joel Schumacher probably is in love with the 60s Batman and like some of the 50s, like probably like I say 50s to 60s Batman, because, you know, that was when um, the Comics Code Authority, they were hard on comics. So they had to make Batman more comical and more family friendly. Hell, there's comics when Batman and Superman are at a sleepover together because it's safe. But, But I was like, Joel, this is ever since the 70s and the 80s we got batman a more serious dark batman and with more complex characters because mr freeze is a complex character in himself and so is poison ivy which we're gonna get on her i will say this before we're gonna get on get on to these dumbass ice puns 
Uma Thurman's line delivery was piss poor, but God. The window, the window dressing that is Uma Thurman, that her only purpose was to be window dressing. Yeah, but I ain't gonna lie, boy, that's some fine ass window dressing. That's a great window dressing. <laughs> that was her only. That was her only. You know, Michael Ansara was the guy's name who did the voice for Victor Freeze in the animated series. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, man, he did such a good job. But then it's yep. like, and then you get Arnold Schwarzenegger with these puns. How did they choose Arnold Schwarzenegger? Why didn't they choose Patrick Stewart? I think because of, if I'm not mistaken, didn't popularity. Predator, yeah, because Predator, yeah. Predator set him off because that was. Oh uh, yeah, that was around that time, wasn't it? Yeah. Joel Joel Schumacher has had a knack for um, giving people jobs when they hot. Yeah. Because if I'm not mistaken, now correct me if I'm wrong. When did that movie Three Kings come out with George Clooney? Uh, uh, Three Kings. Oh, okay. Never mind. He got. Oh, he got this part three from. He got three. The part in Three Kings because of this movie. Yeah, because that was ninety nine. Yeah, that was ninety nine. But man, that's now before the, our first int- our introduction to Freeze is stupid. Reason why it's stupid because these damn ice. But I'm gonna just play a few of them, y'all. Just, just probably two or three. The Iceman cometh. Fuck you. <laughs> Next one. I'm afraid that my condition has left me cold to your pleas of mercy. In this universe, there's only one absolute. Everything freezes. You are not sending me to the cooler. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! Arnold, fuck you for this. <laughs> I I was watching this day. Every time I heard an ice pun, I was just shaking my head and rolling my eyes like, why? It's almost like he thought this was the last movie he was ever going to be in, so throw every pun that he could possibly throw it to be in there because he always has them in his movies, so let's just throw every single one we could possibly manage because the career's <laughs> over after this. Even he knew it. <laughs> Which, but And he still got work after this, surprisingly. Can you believe it? Like It was like George Clooney... And it's like George Clooney and Arnold were they were safe. They're like yep. our career is fine, but uh y'all little motherfuckers, we don't know about you. Well, I think Uma Thurman did all did, did she do all well, no, I, yeah, Uma Thurman did good because man, I she hit the kill bill eventually. Yeah, she I love kill bill, so that I love kill bill. launched her. Yeah, yeah. Tarantino boy, Tarantino took brought her out the trash can and said, Let me go ahead and dust this off real quick. Yes. <laughs> Pulp fiction, kill bill, absolutely. Yeah, but man, oh, oh, so I like you know what? All right, that that's cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> then um, so I, I I tried to ride with it, so I like oh, so this so mind you, this is my first time, not today when I watched it, but my first time watching the movie. I was a kid. I like that's not freeze from the animated. Se- okay. Then I heard so okay, so maybe he's the last villain. Nope. Come to find out, y'all. We need we, two more. We need two. Well, I say two and a half because the third Yeah, the third the Bane was horrible. It was horrible in this movie. Everyone thought that Bane was bad in the Dark Knight Rises. This one was worse. I mean he didn't even so see- the So the skinny scrawny guy, if you've seen if you remember, he was in X-Men two. He plays uh the oh. the kid. He oh, plays the one in the kid. wheelchair. He plays oh, the, 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 yeah, that's him. I didn't know that's that Stryker's son. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, man, 
I don't know what it was with the 90s. I don't know if y'all noticed this, but if they wanted to make you look nerdy and ugly, no matter how fine you were, they just put glasses on you. I, I don't <laughs> glasses and a bad look how they got this sister right here. Look, look how they got my girl Uma Thurman looking. Bad brown scraggly hair. Boy, she looked she looked very homely. That's saying like a nice girl with the red hair from Godzilla. Oh, you know what? Yes, and, they, <laughs> and both these movies shit. Uh, so, both, <laughs> so, but yeah. So that's our introduction. Now, well, this her as a botanist. Oh, and speaking of that, you know another thing that don't make sense. Yeah. So I don't know if y'all knows this, but why is she working outside of a dungeon? Oh yeah. Because where are is, they? They're like in the South America, boss, right? And why is her boss like? playing with venom like they, I don't, they well he's not... he took the wayne he basically took wayne's money and just started doing his own uh experiments with it to basically see all those guys back there he's just trying to sell the venom to the highest bidder using the wayne tech and the foundation money that he was using and you know because off book he was like what south america just kind of doing his own thing before bruce finally shuts it all down wow. finds out this guy's a flipping lunatic yeah. shuts everything but uh, what's that uh lex luthor's father yeah. Oh, it's shit. Don- it's, familiar. Yeah, it's Donald Lionel? Glover. Yeah, it's Lionel Luther. It's Donald Glover, who was also in uh, Gremlins too. Yeah, yeah, man. I just so okay. I let okay, cool. So maybe she got her own dungeon. She, you know, she working out of a dungeon. I mean, I guess I can believe that. I try. I'm trying with this movie, y'all. I'm trying. <laughs> it is one of those you're trying to find any hint, glimmer of hope to hold on to so, how this thing made it to a theater. So, you know, I'm still hanging on to hope as a child. Like, you know what? They they got poison ivy, at least. That's the thing. But nah, they said, nah, fuck that. In the back room, where, where they, I guess, where they just store venom and got a whole lab that Poison Ivy knew nothing about. That, <laughs> like, like this one, okay, if you look at the, let me see if I can find where the outside's at. When you see the outside, the outside does not match the inside. The outside doesn't, the, okay. That's what right. I said, the Golden Girls house? <laughs> I, maybe so. No. Oh, wait, I, I went, oh, yeah. The part is, it's bigger on the inside. Look at this. Look how big that is. Look how big well, and cheap that looks. But look how big and cheap that yeah. looks. Yeah, I love this little miniature set. Boy, he got... boy. It looked like when your it mom... It was a fantastic little miniature set. Like It's like when you ask your mom for the castle from He-Man and she get this shit from a Mex- from one of the Mexican flea markets. Yeah. <laughs> Say, Here you go, baby. Even worse, have you ever seen the Mego Batcave? Oh, yeah. What a hot circle of garbage that thing was. Fold down some cardboard, little cardboard thing that was the back computer. Look, a couple of records on it. Oh my god, there's a weak ass bass signal that you had to put your hand right up against for the light. Actually, oh, the light's on. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, yeah, man. Oh, but yes. Not only are they um running experiment. I forgot what the plant experiments were. If you, if anybody can tell me, they can remind me. But they were working with plants and toxins. I I don't know why. But not also that. We come to find out, which I don't know why films do this. Yes, they may. Yes, they are on. Um, yes, murderers serve life sentences and they're on death row. 
but you still can't take him out the prison and do inhumane experiments on like they oh, can in South America. <laughs> well, you know what? I take that and day. and I, and I think New Jersey. Everything's legal in New Jersey. <laughs> You right. Hey, yeah. You know what? I take that back. So, okay, Joel, you got that. You got that part right. You got that part right. But our mystery bidder, may I present Antonio Diego, serial murderer serving life in prison and sole surviving volunteer. <laughs> and what a charmer he is. Playing his ass off with this role. He's I'm gonna get my minutes. Centric holes directly into Antonio's cranial cavity. I have created viaducts into the most primitive part of his brain, the limbic system. <laughs> and now I add my super soldier serum, codenamed Venom, to which I add my very own recipe of. Steroids and toxins. That doesn't make any. Giddy as this is, it's still more comic oriented than The Dark Knight Rises Bane. Yeah, yeah. The only thing, the only thing I have a problem with, which we're going to get to it. If y'all read the comics and you've seen some of the show and some of the anime movies, Bane is actually smart. He, Bane is Mexican Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Bane, Bane is Mexican Batman. <laughs> I know that sounds messed up, but that's what Bane is. He's just not rich, but he, he's not they, rich. They, they did go overboard. This is a, a time when Bane was um he wasn't he only be he was this is when he was just becoming popular because this was this was in 97 and Nightfall came out in like 93, I yep. think. So this is like around the time they said, you know what, Bane is popular, so let's just throw him in there. But, but I don't think they did like the the like the like research on actually Bane's backstory or anything. They just kind of threw him in there. No, I'm gonna tell you what happened. I don't think there's a lot of research done in any of these movies, yeah. <laughs> the comic <laughs> origins, and it, I mean that and that filtered right through the Nolan stuff. There wasn't a whole lot of research done or you know homage paid to the actual origins of pretty much anything. Like we're just gonna, and that's what's always bugged me about almost every iteration from DC. Unlike Marvel, they just have directors who go, "I think I'll put my spin on this character." You know, fuck you. There's <laughs> ninety years of comic book history in these characters. Just do what's in the page, you jackass, because that's what people want. Why DC doesn't make any Marvel money, and Marvel and Disney is just backing up brink trucks left, right, and center. Okay, because they're actually following the comics and keeping as true to the origins as you can in a movie. DC and Warner Brothers just like, yeah, throw this shit at the wall, see what sticks. Nothing. They're not really like it's one thing you don't have to do everything page for page. It has to. You have to at least like you know translate it and make have it make sense to the you know to the um the movie adaptation. But you know they shouldn't just like you know pull you know pull shit out of their ass and say yeah let's just do it this way and they'll enjoy it. Yep. And my and my thing about this, my problem with these two Joel Schumacher movies, two roles, they had a per like two roles. They had they had the casting good just for the wrong villain. In the first one, I love Jim Carrey, but he's no Riddler. He should have been he should have been the Mad Hatter. The Mad Hatter is the crazy one. Riddler's crazy, but he is calculated and sadistic. He's controlled crazy. 
he's a jo- he's a a joker with riddles basically yeah he, he's a joker with riddles and he challenges batman i didn't believe jim carrey was gonna be challenging batman and then in this movie tell me tell me y'all this should be solomon grundy this should have been solomon yeah. Grundy. yeah yeah which would have made perfect sense because y'all gonna see i got some clips for y'all it's some dumb shit they have this man doing but before we get to that let's look at the horrible cgi of this man and just in all this venom (laughs) 97 cgi here we go veins were a little much too yep they, they were doing too and also i don't think it's a really good idea to create some super soldier who, who's like seven feet tall and like what 300 pounds of like muscle i mean because obviously you you're not worried he's gonna kill you not only not only that because i'm pretty sure they thought whoever's buying it they think that oh he can infiltrate he can infiltrate countries and secret organizations and take it off the inside now tell me this y'all how you? How are you going to blend in with the seven foot tall, three hundred pound Jack motherfucker? There is not going to be no suits that fit this man. Not going to be no outfits that fit this man. And he looked like a damn luchador. He's going to be sticking out like a sore thumb. And the- I mean, he's just a super soldier, right? Just go drop him in and let him run through things like a juggernaut. Just let him pound through things. That's all he's going to do. And just he does- head that way and keep going until everything falls. And he does Done. a lot. He does a lot of yep. that in this movie. Yeah. But uh, I was like, you know what? I'm trying to rock with it. Yep. So Acted like, by Jeep Swenson was the actor's name who played I, the giant, giant Bane. And he actually passed away yeah, the year the movie away. came out. Yeah, that is so sad. That, Very and, sad. That's so sad because I'm I'm sorry. I, I like I, it's sad, but I hate that this was his last movie. Right, that's what he's known for. <laughs> I hate this his last movie. Bane, good. I mean, was, <laughs> Batman, bad. <laughs> so yeah, we got we got um Bane, whose name is not Antonio Diego. That also irked me. Yeah, because I could swear his name was Eduardo Eduardo Dorans. I could swear yep. that was his name. No, his name is Diego. They just added Antonio. I don't know why they added Antonio there. Like Diego Durant was his name. Ed is his dad. Fuck this movie. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So I'm like, you know what? All right, can't get no worse. But then, yeah. Now let's talk about this part. Now I ain't gonna lie. This is the smartest person in this movie because he said, "Bitch, you done seen too much. You have to die." Right. So here we go. Join me. Join you. Ooh, hey, I, I forgot he's about just another one chewing the scenery, eating like overly selling every line he has. Every single line. He's like larger than life and talking about the new buyers. He's just chewing scenery left, right, and center. It looked like he was trying to chew on some Uma Thurman. I, I, I yep. forgot. I forgot, man. This was around time that Harvey Weinstein then were well large. <laughs> I have spent my life trying to protect plants from extinction. Before we go on, remember that line, y'all. Protect plants from extinction. Remember that line because there's going to be something where you're going to throw your hands up and say, I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the chill, everybody. 
<laughs> you, you, you'll find it. You, you'll see. favorite part oh we ain't done yet y'all <laughs> then, then he just throws the camp oh my god i will say even though it's a joel schumacher film that was kind of dark that, yeah that i was... mean you throw venom and all kinds of chemicals and stuff all over that'll sell a happy meal yeah that hey yeah yeah but hey remember ronald mcdonald they're trying to get back in his good graces that's <laughs> right but oh yeah, but before we get to that, now I never knew, I never knew that uh, chemicals can burn through solid stone, and I'm pretty sure steel too. This is acid. The earth you love so much. Bye bye, dear fellow maniacs. So it's burning through everything but her. Thank you, Marco. Dumped <laughs> all over her. It burns the stone and steel, but not her delicate skin and bones. And not only that, remember, there's a venom, there's a venom canister there. So she's a te- tough broad, isn't she? So technically, <laughs> venom should be burned from the inside as well. I mean, not yep. venom. Bane should be burned from the inside as well. I mean, maybe that's you know because it's mixed with all the other chemicals that were sitting there, right? Yeah, it's maybe. all the other the raw chemicals that were sitting in all the beakers and whatnot mixed with the venom, and that's you know causing her because she doesn't grow like large like Bane did. She Marco, just to, to plant lady. I know I try to put reason in the most unrealistic, stupid <laughs> movies. No, it's, 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 it's really a, a bad habit of mine. <laughs> well, and, also, and the thing is, like, it's they basically just said, okay, so so venom basically just just um affect uh, affects people in different ways. Yep. That's basically what they're saying. So my brain tries to put logic into these things. Otherwise, it eats itself and oozes out of my head. So I'm trying to just save it. It's basically a self-preservation tactic. Oh, man. And, and y'all, but I will say this, though. Hey, I might have to give me some venom, too, because uh, got my got my girl. Oh, and, and also, let's not talk. Let's not forget about the, the horrible cuts in this movie. Because how we go from talking. Jumping, yeah. How we go from talking, well, seeing Uma Thurman be burnt by venom and Kool-Aid and cocaine, whatever is in them concoctions, to jump Mountain to, Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew. Yeah, Mountain, yeah, I, yeah. I was about to say, like a soda. I was about to say, like, ginger ale or something. <laughs> Mountain Dew. It's slimy. Hey. Only good when it's freezing cold. <laughs> but we jump from that, from somebody being murdered, to good old George Clooney. <laughs> I forgot the Alexander plays um, the butler. And him with a conversation. Michael Goff and Pat Hangel, the only two to make it through all four movies. Yes. God, <laughs> this I'm getting paid. Yep. I'm getting paid. But that was a, <laughs> we jumped from that, and I was like, okay, that's kind of weird. I mean, it's cool we got to actually see Mr. Freeze's backstory and see that they actually kept his whole wife thing. Stay, get away, get away. I know you don't want us to watch this movie. Get away. How do I, how do I get rid of this? I'm, I'm back, bitches. Oh, you are. <laughs> all right. So let me see. And also, also, I'm pretty sure 
the thing about these Joel Schumacher films, as a kid, I was confused because I was like, so is this a sequel to Forever? Like, <laughs> why Batman looked different? And I know... Yeah. <laughs> Why Batman looked different, and what happened to uh, Chase Meridian and and Val Kilmer? Well, we lose Vicky Vale after the first one because yeah. you know you can't have her around when you got Catwoman. Yeah, and, and then, so you can't catch that love triangle. Uh, then they added some chick named Julia, which she didn't have to be there. I thought about that. She had like two or three scenes. So oh, Elle like, McPherson. Yeah, I mean it's Elle McPherson. She's the height of her career. Go throw that eye candy in there too. I mean, because remember now you have you have him toting around with the you know supposed teenager in hot pants. Like we got to throw some chicks in here, otherwise this is gonna get real gay. <laughs> it oh was, <laughs> and then so and then I guess Joel Schumacher. He said, "Well, I got this money. Might as well pay. For, might as well pay for some of these actors." And, and, don't so, forget, and don't forget, they've been doing that kind of like we need to throw this in since the Batman sixty six. The only reason Anne Harriet was in that show. Yeah, yeah. Was because they didn't want to seem like though these two dudes are just sitting, you know, bumming around a mansion, diddling each other all day. Let's put a let's put a woman in there. But I will say this: I did appreciate this. At least I did not have to listen to "Holy Rusted Metal" Batman because I, <laughs> I that that right there it made me it made me hurt. It made it's me hurting, hurt. but it's such a stupid movie in and of itself. Like, all right, we've gone that far, and it's gone to camp, which is basically the 66. So what the hell? Let's throw it in there. Because let's face it, all of us wanted to hear at some point, you know, uh, uh, Mark Ruffalo say, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. See, but that's – okay. If they that, say that anyway, even in a future one, put that in one of the future, you know, Marvel things. That's, I want to hear it. That's different because that is real iconic. Even when I like, even though I go back, even when I went, when I went back and watched some of the clips, I like, you know what? That it works. It's it's not iconic, but it works. But we put it in that shitty ass Batman Forever. Like, what is this? <laughs> yep. Yeah, you can't. Okay, if he was in the gimp suit still, maybe it would have worked. But he was in a cool ass suit, and then you ruin it with the holy rest of metal Batman. Like, you know what? I want to put holes in Robin because that killed yeah. me. <laughs> But yeah, man, back to what I was saying. I might need to get that Venom uh, cologne line because that's Venom, what it looks like. Come <laughs> cost Venom, Venom, <laughs> Venom make it sexy. Mm-hmm. Because now that you know Poison Ivy, I guess got reborn from the Garden of Eden. I, I don't know what they did. Oh, the Garden of Acid. I, I I don't know what he was going for. But after she came back from her grave, she's reborn in the Poison Ivy. Pretty quick turnaround, too. Yeah. First of all, um, damn, Uma Thurman <laughs> did look fine in this movie. But second of all, so, okay, so apparently the acid did burn off her clothes. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> look at her bottoms. She still, but she's missing her lab coat. And she yeah. got, and she surprisingly got more sexier. And I, her hair got a little bit more red. Yep. Venom, she got a belly y'all. shirt. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. She got a whole new shirt, y'all. She got a whole new shirt. Like, I, I guess there was a Forever 21 down there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So at this point, I'm like, you know what? I'm in for it, right? 
I'm in for a ride and I think I want to get off right here. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I've been here for about a good 25 minutes. Might as well stay. So yeah, we get sexy Uma Thurm, uh sex um sexy poison ivy, which if y'all expecting her to use plants to kill people, don't don't look forward to that till the end of the movie because yeah, this ain't injustice. It's like, not it's not even that. It's like they forgot what her powers were. Yeah. Like she she basically goes around kissing people and killing them. Basically, it's basically herbal age, basically. <laughs> basically, herbal age is what she gives them. And it's quick too. Hey, but I will say this. It's going to be the best death, the best few last seconds of life you're going to get. <laughs> what a way to go. That, it's, it's a way to go. But, uh, boy, he was, huh. boy, boy, he, boy, he had a, man, like, look at his face. That boy, that boy dig hard as ever. Like, look mm-hmm. at that. Like, look I at mean, that. They, they saved a ton of money on CGI, not having to move plants around, even the practical effects, not having to make plants move and, and you know, sleek around the place, but just like, I yeah, just make her kiss people. It's and fine. look at this. Boy, this man fiending for that kid lady. Boy, pucking up them this. Mm. Uh-oh. Mm. With venom. Oh, and Jason, uh-huh. one other thing. Uh-huh. I probably should have mentioned this earlier. Uh-huh. I'm poisoned. Nice that she knew that. <laughs> that is the yeah. that man coming out. Coming out, she had all this information. That's pretty good. Oh yeah. So, so I basically, so I'm, I actually know I have powers now. Yeah. 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 So that's nothing. The they don't actually like. She gets powers, and she already knows what to do with them. Then it get no little build up to it, like a competent writer. A competent writer would do. Oh, speaking, y'all want to know who wrote this movie? Oh, y'all gonna love y'all gonna love the works of this man. So oh, you know, yeah. I so, know who it is. I looked him up. So yeah, I was wondering, like, huh? I wonder who. I wonder who wrote this film. So yeah, y'all, the person who wrote this film, let me pull it up. It is, damn, it is Akiva Goldsman. Who um who's that y'all might ask? Well, let me tell you some of his masterpieces. Uh, he did a Time to Kill, nominated for a Golden Razzie. <laughs> <laughs> he also did um, what else? Oh, he did Batman Forever, right on the wall there. Um, no Lost in Space was saying it was it, it, good. It, it was decent. I Robot, I didn't mind it, but it it it, it was written pretty poorly. Oh, he did beautiful mind. Yeah, don't don't give too much credit. <laughs> I like the. He does. Movie. He had some good executive producer and producer credits. Yeah, but when he but, but when, not not in the writing. So. When it came to writing, he he was like, you know what? It's a different day. It's a different day. Oh, y'all gonna love this. The most recent film that he did in 2017, The Dark Tower, and we all know how that went. Mm. So yeah, he did Transformers: The Last Night. But he has worked on other things like Titans or Picard. Yes, I like he. After all the years of shit, he he got it right. He got it yeah. right. Yeah, he honed it, his craft. It just takes practice. Yep. But yeah, man. So 
yeah, so we get the introduction of Poison Ivy. Then she gets banged to basically be her chauffeur, bodyguard, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, re- and y'all asking, well, that's not Bane. Well, y'all, according to Joel Schumacher, that is exactly what Bane is. Bane, I shit you not, y'all. When I say they got this man, and I'm pretty sure they had to get some money. They had to get some money. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And they introduced um, Barbara, who, if y'all know, not Barbara Gordon. I, what's she still Barbara Gordon? I don't remember. They just called her nope. Barb. Yeah. yeah. So in this movie, they made Barbara Gordon um, Alfred's niece. Why, you may, might ask? The fuck if I know. They didn't care about Jim Gordon. They didn't care about Jim. They, they didn't care. Man, they did that brother so dirty. Yeah, they did that, brother. So they they had to do my man like well, that. We need we needed a secret, you know, password to all the bat information. Oh yeah. So man. you need to have her understand Alfred's sister names. Margaret is his. Yeah, her nickname was Peggy. So yeah, we need to we need to know that information so she could unlock the super secret Batman information so she could find the Batcave. Yeah, but before we get to more of uh of um what's her name uh Barbara. We're getting more Barbara. Oh no! Nah. So yeah. So come to find out, um, you know she doing her. Uh, what's her name? What is her name? I'm forgetting everybody name in the movie. Poison Ivy. She getting up playing together. Also sneaking out. Don't I forgot what? That is another. That's another thing I have a problem with because everything makes no sense with Barbara and why she does things. But yeah. So before we get to good old fashioned uh Barbara, yeah. So poor Port Ivy, they doing they snooping. We oh yeah, y'all wonder why I said chauffeur. They they legit got banned as a chauffeur. Good morning, Gotham. It's Gossip Gertie. Look at those big ass hands. Gossip Gertie, uh, um, uh, Bob Kane's wife. <laughs> yeah. Contribution to Gotham City. Gotham Observatory Bane. <laughs> and step on it. Look at him wearing the hat. Now, why did he need to wear a hat and a trench coat like he's coming out of an LA noir film or or, or yeah, a, a noir film? Because you can clearly tell this big <laughs> motherfucker with wires and tubes coming out the back of his neck he's doing his best ben Grimm at a uh, oh, homage oh i'd rather watch fantastic four yep <laughs> fantastic four wasn't nearly this bad it was nope bad. at least i had some enjoyment. the first one was great the first one was a decent movie the second one was a crap movie but because uh, the silver surfer was awesome but the rest of the movie was trash and galactus was a gigantic waste of time a cloud yeah. This is a big cloud. Yeah, they haven't they haven't figured out how to make something that large look comparative to small little people and still be able to see the actor's face, which is something that drives me crazy in every superhero movie, except for now the Marvel stuff. Whereas every single Batman iteration, we have to see this idiot's eyes. What costume have you ever seen Batman in the comics? You you can actually see his eyeballs. None. They're white slits. Just do it. It works for uh deadpool even in the new ones where we've seen deadpool and the animated eyes work beautifully 
you still can't manage to do it on a bat suit. Even the new one, even the Batman with uh, Pattinson, you still have to see his stupid eyes. Well, I don't know. The thing about Pattinson, I think it would work for Pattinson because, for one, uh, like Robbie has said on a few other episodes, that Batman is like that Batman, he's inspired by Kurt Cobain. And I think that, like, like when he had his suit over the eye black, I've always thought the eye black was a nice touch. It's nice to see. I actually that. liked it. I didn't mind mind it. I mean, because yeah. I'm I'm thinking like how how could you make it work? You know, with Batman with the with the um, you know, with the um, with the, with the whole the white eye. Yeah, it makes sense for like it, it works for Spider Man and Deadpool. But I don't know. I actually didn't mind mind it. You know, I'm willing like to see what it what it could look like. Maybe they'll try it just to yep. see if. It, if it well, I mean, I've seen way. it in I've seen it in fan films and it works better. Yeah, but I guess. It, <laughs> I guess, but I don't have a problem with it because you know Batman he he doesn't really animate that much with his eyes. Deadpool and um, what's that boy name? Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> like Deadpool and Spider Man, they're really animated characters. So like, the, Batman is as dead as this movie. But wait, I mean, so why I, do we? So why do we need to see his eyes? I I I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I guess well. I, I'm biased because I think it looked cool on our best and beyond. <laughs> like it, it, it looked cool. The costume looks great. That helmet looks horrible, even for a year one, a year two. That's sewn together I'm nonsense. Just, it's it's a weird shape for his head. It I'm makes just, his head look like a really weird shape. I'm gonna just say this: like the movie looks good though. Yeah, the movie looks great. Can't wait to see it next week. But the only thing I've always said this: it's kind of hard to make Batman not look ridiculous in live action because <laughs> motherfucker got pointy ass ears. I love Batman Dead. I will. I I love Batman Dead. My oh, favorite. I thought the Ben Affleck suit was great. Short, oh, no. the short Dark Knight Return ears. Right. Other than the fact that we still have to see his stupid eyeballs, but the suit <laughs> itself looks like. The gray with the black, the big fat bat on it. Uh, you know, no, no, you know, uh, booty shorts on it. You know, no underwear on the outside. Just a nice yeah. jumpsuit. And it, what, what I liked about it was, unlike this new The Batman, it just looks like a Kevlar suit and not a giant bunch of armor like the Dark, uh, the Arkham Knight series. It's just like, a, it just, as the series went on, it was more armor and more armor, like plated armor, like. This is Batman. He is a ninja. He doesn't need all that armor. He'll take a shot once in a while, but you put a little Kevlar suit on him and you can't touch him. Why does he need all this extremely restrictive armor plating? He you tried doing that and still fight like he does. That's why that movie, the with Ben Affleck, the movie was shit, but that was that the best. Scene. That, that was the best oh fight ever. And any Batman was ever, ever, ever on screen, including, you know, 66. That was the best fight scene ever. When he's jumping around, he, he grapples the, the box and throws it over and slams one idiot through the floor. Like, that was just constant best Batman fight scene ever because they allowed him to fight like Batman in a suit that Batman would wear. Now we have, you know, Pattinson in another armored suit. Well, okay, so... I With a ridiculous probably, collar. <laughs> I know you probably didn't read... Um, So... I don't mind the suit because I actually read the read the prequel book. So I saw why, why he did it. I, I saw why he like because it explained the, the look of his suit. But I do agree with you. I love uh, Bat, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman fight scene. That is because I tell people to that. Uh, yeah, the movie shit. But that fight scene is the yeah. it is straight <laughs> out of an Arkham game. 
Yeah. But he's got one of the best Bruce Wayne's and Batman combined. Yeah, and I try to tell people that, but people don't believe me because they're so in yep. love. They're so in love with Nolan. And I tell people, y'all, uh, love, y'all love Nolan because of the villains. The villains make him memorable. Well, the story yeah. itself for the trilogy was was good, just like tied together, like from start to finish. But it kind of uh, fell off in the third movie, though. It it it, it will always depend on who you talk to, right? Yeah. Who taught who liked those movies? So think of the age groups of the people that you're talking to. Generally, it's people who that was their first connection mm-hmm. with Batman on screen, right? Well, you, you, they're probably yeah, too. Okay young to you know be i was 13 when the first 89 batman came out so that was right in my wheelhouse right and it still holds up not as well as it did for me when i was 13 but it's still my batman right and there are people that are older than me like 66 is my batman okay that's can't be a shit but i understood what they were doing but no one is in their warehouse right that's this is when that's my first so one of my um people that's on my show she loves the Nolan stuff because oh, yeah. that was her real first introduction. And I torture her about it all the time because she actually likes the Tumblr, which is the worst representation of a Batmobile because it's not really a Batmobile. He doesn't even make it. Somebody else makes it. He just spray paints it black, yeah. right? This is the worst shit in the world. But people love it because that was their introduction. This, yeah. you know, Some people might actually like this crap, this Batman and Robin, because that was their introduction. They Yes, they need to be, you know, pull their pants out and slap their ass, but it is what it is. That's their introduction. So now the, you know, the, uh, the Zack Snyder stuff, which is, again, way too dark, loved you know, a lot of great actors in shitty movies, right? Yeah. I mean, Henry Cavill presents as Superman, but you got to look at Ben Affleck. He's the only one ever on screen who has the presence to look like he could actually go toe-to-toe with Superman. Yeah, he has yeah. the size. I mean, think about a Henry Cavill against, you know, uh, uh, the Christopher Nolan stuff. He would destroy him. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's, it's like Tom versus Jerry. Like, this is this is no point here. You know, it was ridiculous. So you have Ben Affleck actually was big enough to look like he could actually you know, have a fight with, with Superman. Yeah, also, and- Ben Affleck is like 6'4". Henry Cavill's 6'1". Yep. He's like a few inches taller than. Um, yeah. So and they I just sort of shot it. So it looks the same, you know? Yeah. yeah. And the, I'm sorry we're getting on top of y'all, but this is basically a Batman discussion as well. The yep. thing that I, I've always said about Zack Snyder, he he's not a great he, he's not like he's um he's good at cinematography stuff. The come to story, and yep. not too much, but I will give Zack Snyder credit. He did who do his research with the Dark Knight Returns because there's a lot of things in that movie up to the to the fight with Superman. He did pull some of the things out of the comic. In onto the screen, so I do give Zack Snyder credit. For yeah, that. I love that fight stuff. Until we get to the your Martha, name, your mom's yeah. name is Martha stuff. Everything yeah. was great. Yeah. Because, but the fact that how they got to the fight was ridiculous, right? The reason they were fighting was stupid because it's like Superman would just come down and like, hey, hold up, it's you know Lex is doing this. He has my mother. He has he's doing it. It's just Lex pitting us against each other. Like cut the crap. Let's just go get him. You know what I mean? No, they just he's just like no wait. And then they start fighting. That was stupid. It was just a you know a means yeah. to an end. And then you get the not doomsday. <laughs> Boy, that, I, don't I, know. I mean, no offense. He looked like a, a cave troll from Harry Potter or you know Lord of the Rings that had Down syndrome. Like, what is wrong with this thing? He looked like e- he looked like ET and Jurassic Park had a baby. It was awful. It was no representation of doomsday whatsoever. Yeah, and, and just and, and also before we go, um, to your co-host, if you listen to this, ma'am, I'm sorry he gives you so much crap about that. <laughs> so if you listen to the show, every uh, chance I, I get, 
Yeah, she um, likes the Tumblr. But she's um, in that she's at that age. I just torture because it's fun. But she's at that age, right? She loves the yeah. um, Spider-Man costume from the Amazing Spider-Man, right? She loves that stuff. It's like that's not a Spider-Man costume, right? The yeah. Andrew Garfield Spider-Man costume, especially the first one. It was just a, it was just that it was a speed skater outfit. Like it's not a Spider-Man outfit. That's her favorite because that's the one she came to see. The first ones she didn't see the Sam Raimi stuff, so that's the one she identifies with. I'm like, okay, your opinions are wrong. But they're not. They're her opinions, and she's entitled to it, right? People like the Christopher Nolan stuff, which is just too serious, too hyper-realistic. It just turned into a cop and a cape movie. Yeah, I just feel like, well, you know what? I really feel like it just, now that I went back and watched those movies, those three movies, I feel like (laughs) The Dark Knight, even though I did really well, it kind of hurt my overall outlook on it because, like, damn, that shit was really good. It was great. It was amazing. But then when I go back and watch the other two, it's like, they they all right. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all right. Like, I, I mean, was... it suffered a lot, right? It suffered from a lot of stuff. Bane yeah. was not Bane. We had the cat burglar who was never called Catwoman in the movie. Yeah. What a waste. You have, you know, Talia al Ghul. What a useless. Ass pull. Ver- ass pull out the ass. Out, what ass a useless version of her. And she stabs him. Of course, we knew that was coming because, you know, Lucius told her that, the, you know, it's going to be susceptible to knives, right? If you get a close contact, it's going to be susceptible to knife attacks. Like, okay, well, we saw that coming. She's obviously going to do that. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just like you got to you let her get that close, right? Dick's in the mouth. You got your dick in her mouth. Just take care of her then. But no, you let her take you out with cheap-ass way with stabbing you in the ribs. And don't forget, Batman never beats Bane in that movie. Oh, the yeah. That not- burglar shoots him with the bat pod. The most unceremonious death I've yep. seen in the movie. I'm talking about they blow this brother back so, so mm-hmm. quick. I forgot. Like I, I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Batman never uses a gun because a gun killed his parents. But he'll strap those motherfuckers to every machinery he has, <laughs> every car, every plane, every bike. He's got machine guns and missile rocket launchers all over, strapped to everything. But he won't use a gun. But I do like the Batman has the gun as part of his symbol. Like that, that's pretty sweet. That's why I actually did not mind Ben Affleck's Batman killing. Because from the jump, they they already told us, yeah, this Batman kills. Yeah, there's at the end, you know, towards the end of his career, he's had enough of this bullshit. You know, he's been doing this forever. It's not gotten any better. Robin's dead. He's branding people with his bat symbol. That that was badass. Marking them for death. Marking them that for was death. Badass, right? I mean, this that was the yes. great Batman for that version in shitty movies. Yeah, and and, and basically Martin Verdick. Because remember yeah. that dude that got marked, he got shanked. Yep. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that director's cut was so much better than that. It, it was. Version. I mean, it was I mean, boring. Yeah. It was boring because of all the context it gave me. But it's still, I'm like, yeah, this is it, better. It answered a lot of questions. Like, oh yeah, when Superman was in the desert. And after he after he saves Lois, it just cuts to the the girl, the woman in the from the village in the uh, courtroom. And I'm like, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> yep, I was like, okay, there's a lot of missing parts in the original theatrical release. So thank God for that that new version. However, you know, we get it on streaming in a four by three aspect ratio. If I had Zack Snyder by the throat, I'd smack the crap out of him and make him watch it. I ain't gonna lie. What that what are you doing? At first, I would I did not like it, but I like you know what it kind of grew on me. After a while, first of all, I guess because I was just so enamored by how great the movie we should have got, even yep. though it, it was long. I didn't feel the length, 
they just they made Wonder Woman badass. Warner Brothers next Wonder Woman movie need to be rated R because she works well rated R. Yeah. I, the Flash has by hands down one of the best superhero like straight out of comic book scenes I've seen in a movie. Yep. The 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 score actually worked. Like the score was the like the, Superman had the cool had one of the coolest lines ever when he said, I'm not impressed. He had the coolest interests ever. And I don't like <laughs> and Henry Cavill is not like I don't think he's really good as he's decent as an actor. But I like my man, I got chills when he got on when he stopped the ex. But yeah, he's man. not a bad actor. I mean, he was in, you know, uh, the Bolin and he was in, you know, I he think was, he's he was in Bolin. He was in uh the 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 uh the King Arthur stuff, right? Yeah. Or the, he was in that side. He's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. But he doesn't have to be a great actor for Superman, right? He just looks the part. Yeah, he right. Yeah. Don't eat a lot of lines. Just be the Boy Scout and just punch people in their stupid mouth. You know what I mean? That's all. Just be there and just knock Dark Side upside his head, and that's I'm good with that. Yeah, and then uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, we, we've been talking about about DC for uh, like we gotta get back to Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, yeah no I'm, kidding. I'm We're really still sorry. at the beginning. We're still at the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, we're yeah. still at the beginning. But yeah. yeah. My it's bad like job. It's ten forty nine. My time too. My too. bad. My bad <laughs> yeah. job. But yeah. Oh. But back to Bane and Poison Ivy. So Poison Ivy. I'm not going to show a scene for scene. But Poison Ivy. She goes to the little. I guess it's a fundraiser or it's an event. Talking about a telescope. I forgot what it does because the shit made no sense. Oh yeah, it was a telescope that magnifies so well that future generations will see the stars for years to come. Sounds stupid because it is stupid. And what they do with it at the very end of the movie is stupid. <laughs> but yeah, so we cut to that. Poison Ivy doing her thing, talking to Bruce, talking about the plant, saving the plants. <laughs> Mind you, remember, y'all, she wanted to save the plants. Remember, listen to what the fire, the end game is. So yeah, we get to Batman and <laughs> Batman and Robin. They are socialized now. <laughs> They are straight up socialized now. I'm talking about they are at an auction. Mind you, this is the worst idea ever. Let me see if I can get to it. This is the worst oh, idea. Yeah. This is the worst idea ever. No, this is straight out of the 66 show. Oh, you know what? Wow, you are right. Oh, there, wow. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yes, I remember. There is, this is a straight album. Oh, Joel Schumacher, rest in peace. But they did I, that. They did the same thing in Batman Returns with uh, um, the Penguin. They did that episode. His honor, the Pe- his honor, the mayor, the Penguin ran for mayor in two episodes of the Batman sixty six. But yeah, yo, they, they do the same thing in Batman Returns. So, they cannot help but keep pilfering from the sixty six show. Like I said, Joel Schumacher, he must have loved that as a kid. So at first, okay. First of all, this is the '90s, so you know you can't really do this at the. You can't really do this with color with dark with uh, black people. Yeah. Oh my god. There's some heavy appropriation happening here. Yeah, 1997, <laughs> y'all. They weren't quite as woke at that point. <laughs> they were still a little sleepy at that oh, point. No. Not quite as woke. They're real sleepy. Oh yeah, but yeah, y'all. Before the before uh, we um um while they're at this event, yeah, Batman and Robin they socialized. Not only that, they just said, "Damned all the people safety here. We're gonna use this as bait for Mister yep. Freeze." 
they're drawing Mr. Freeze out into an extremely heavily populated event. Because he did so, he was so kind at the museum with a couple of guards. Yes, yes. I, I just, I was like, you know what? I guess I have to go with it. <laughs> but hey, yep, here we go. Here we go. On loan from the collection of my close personal friend, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Which is not, he is not, how does nobody, okay, my biggest problem with Batman films. When Bruce Wayne is not around and Batman is, how do people not make the connection? <laughs> how? Well, I mean, I guess they think he's a billionaire. Why, why, why is he dressing up like a bat, you know, jumping around? But, but that I'm, shit looks expensive. His suit, the cars, the planes. He's the yeah. only one with the money to pull any of that off. That's yeah, why like, in the comics, that's why Rachel Ghoul figured it out. No, he's but, like, yeah, yeah, let me see. He he has all these this high tech equipment. He's a you know he which requires a lot of money. Who's got the finances for this? Huh? Who's got the finances for this? Yeah, so that's why Rachel was like, "Oh, he just pops up in the back and says, hey, Bruce.'" <laughs> and that and like okay, so I was curious. I was really curious to find out how much it would be to for a million for a millionaire to go around. Or uh, just am I going around being um, Bruce Wayne or being Batman? Y'all want to know the exact number of what you would need? Yeah, I looked it up years ago. What is it? Because I don't remember. It, uh, like this is just like th- this is the total cost of being Batman. Six hundred six hundred eighty-two million. Wait, no, wait. Oh, yeah, six hundred eighty-two million four hundred fifty thousand and seven four hundred and fifty thousand seven and seven hundred fifty dollars. That is how much. So six half a billion dollars to run around in a bat suit. Oh, that's chump change for Bruce Wayne. Beating up the homeless and mentally ill. He's only got he's got all that on one back card. So hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that so nobody realized that. But, but no, he's making the payments, which is which is nice. Yeah, that's what makes the scene even crazier when we get to the credit card. Oh yeah, yeah. we're we're almost there. We're almost <laughs> we're there. Almost. But yeah. But yeah, but listen to the line of dialogue from our chivalrous heroes known as Batman and Robin. Big Freeze will take the bait. He'll be here. Fuck these people. That's what Batman just said. <laughs> yep. Exactly what he just said. They're, they're, they're fine. They're all right. But before we get to this, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. Boy, they had my boy Harambe looking sexy out here. I never thought in a Batman movie I get a I get a sec I would get a gorilla striptease. So I guess now we know what Harambe was doing before he <laughs> before he died. And I did thirty thousand dollars for the lovely Magnolia. Wasn't that actor played Jim Gordon in the sixties? I think so. I, I no, was, that's a different guy. I was not, Really? No, it's like it looked very similar, yeah. No, I think Stamper Rep is dead by this point. Oh, okay. Now, y'all, this scene, I ain't gonna lie, but it got a little spicy, it got a little hot when I saw this ape. There's Jim Gordon, irrelevant in this movie. I'm sorry, Neil Hamilton, excuse me, Neil Hamilton was uh, 
Jim Gordon. Yeah, he died in 84. So he was 85. Oh, he was, wow. Yeah, he hung in there, though. He was 85. I will watch this, but I don't got enough water. Um, <laughs> now, explain. Now, explain, man. Look, I'm sorry. Uma Thurman looked really good in this movie. Hey, what, did you say water or tissues? Maybe, maybe both. Well, maybe both. Lotion. <laughs> lotion. Put Something. the lotion in the basket. <laughs> Put it rubs it on his skin. <laughs> That's right. It's a hose again. I wish that we had some technology where I could just like teleport stuff stuff to you. I have like motion here. I can just do it. To you. But uh, but also again, like a lot of things in this movie. Why did um, Uma Thurman have to strip down out of the sexy ape suit? The Lord may never know. The world may never know. <laughs> but yeah, and then of course uh, we're going to fast forward a little bit. The answer's the answer's three, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh... fuck that owl. <laughs> Man, out. But uh, but yeah. So this is where we get this quote unquote conflict, or what I like to call it bullshit, between Batman and Robin. Oh, hey man, did you seriously just fast forward through the walk? I, man, look, I can't. Do We're that. watching all these clips. You don't let us see the walk. All right, fine. You know what? You know what? <laughs> just because you the guest, just because you the guest, Marco. I'm you know what I mean? I'm gonna play the wall, Colin. Oh, that's right. She blows the uh, like the perfume or pheromones or whatever in their faces, yeah. and that's how she hypnotizes them. Yep. Oh yeah. Also, yeah. You know what? We gotta play the wall because, of course, of course, would be a Joel Schumacher film without a naked men. <laughs> It would have been so funny if they would have dropped ass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit>, sorry. <laughs> My fault. <laughs> he is wearing more clothes than all those guys in one glove. <laughs> Look at the Crystal Donald's face. Crystal Donald said, "Hey, stop on these cameras. I'm gonna fuck." <laughs> <laughs> but like, what's he doing? What? Okay, I see what he's looking at. What is what is George Clooney looking at? He's looking for his lotion. <laughs> I know I got it in this belt somewhere. I know I got bat lotion in this thing somewhere. Send Junior home early. I've got some wild oats to sow. On the other hand, youth does have its advantages. Endurance, stamina. Forget the geriatric bat. Come join me. My garden needs tending. 
so when I was a kid, right, I was like, oh, that's no, um, that's some interesting choice of words. And then I'll watch this over again. Like, you know, if this had a sleazy director with the mustache behind the camera and an old lumpy mattress, this be a porn. <laughs> Yep. This would be dialogue for this is legit straight up dialogue out of a porno. I'll be right out, Ma, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> but yeah, man. So you yeah. sick. I gotta I gotta throw my towels out now. You sick. <laughs> I can't re- I can't watch this. I, I I'm I'm not gonna lie. Like Uma Thurman, she she made this movie enjoyable for me just because look yep. at Uma Thurman. And then the, they do the bid. Boy, this oh yeah, man. Look, yeah, the credit card can't, bid. Can't, be careful where you fast forward, Jay. Hey <laughs> y'all. Hey y'all, I'm I'm gonna let you know. Y'all wanna know how Batman pays with stuff? Hold on, let me just uh I'm gonna hold on, let me, let me just see what this motherfucker always wanna bid something. Five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, y'all, y'all wanna know how Batman pays for all this? Listen to this. One credit card. Two million. You don't have it. Three million. I'll borrow it from you. Four million. Five million. It's a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. Seven million. <laughs> Is that, it, look what it, did you see the title? It literally says Batman Forever on the card. And the goth card. Oh <laughs> Warner Brothers, you can go to the deepest, darkest pits of hell for that. Jason, rewind it. Go to, go back. You gotta you gotta <laughs> I'll borrow it from you. Four million. Five million. That's a utility belt, not a money belt. Six million. Seven million. They can lick my dick for that. They can lick my dick for that. Because now, now, give me the question. Okay. So who do you ins- who do you issue the credit card under? Batman. <laughs> yes. What's your name? Bats. What's your last name? Man. And I like how the expiration date it says good through forever. I I hate them. I hate them. <laughs> I hate them. But yeah. <laughs> oh, and also you you can't forget that so many ice puns. <laughs> so of course they fight. Freeze comes in and does his stand up routine. Right. Just like does- every ba- just like every Batman villain. Yeah, I guess it's a, I guess it's comedy. I guess it's an amateur night of the Apollo, in all these movies. But oh, but I'm not gonna lie. The ending of the Batman fight is the funniest shit because <laughs> let's see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Okay, here we go. So freeze. Oh, by the way, Mister Freeze, I, I missed the clip. He, I don't know what it is with Batman, Batman villains. But they work. They how do they not have a workers union yet? They be killing their employees left and right. Yep, for no reason. Like there is a, a scene early in the movie. This brother is just watching a home video of him and his, I guess semi semi dead wife, and the dude just wants to look at the newspaper, and he just straight up kills the man by freezing them. The horrible work environment in Gotham. Horrible. Yeah, get your yeah, shit together. Life expectancy Gotham. is like what, like two minutes? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they get fooled by the exciting retirement package, but shit, nobody shit. ever makes it that, to that. Shit, I ain't going to lie, bro, man. I'm going to lie, boy. Uh, you probably going to Gotham. You probably have a baby mug you. Oh, by the way, I need to send you all the um the link to this video on YouTube where it says uh, living in the DC universe. 
where they actually talk about like uh insurance and stuff <laughs> i need to send that to y'all but yeah but let's talk about this i'm not gonna i laugh because after freeze um he he basically sacrificed his henchmen i don't know why they couldn't make the jump but he could he, <laughs> this is the funniest reaction out the whole movie Yay, I made it. It's a cold town. <laughs> Fuck Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> because the reality is he's saying got, it to no one. He's saying it to himself. I got him, Nobody y'all. hear it. I got him, y'all. Oh, shit. Just land there like Peter Griffin that fell boy, down some boy, stairs. He, boy, I was just about to say that. That boy looked like straight. Boy, said that's probably what Seth MacFarlane got it from. Yeah, I'm not gonna take you to the hospital because you won't learn nothing. Oh, and, and and also, okay, this movie had some money, but this movie had it had some money because, like I said, some of these sets they look. Oh, they look good for 1997 standards. I mean, the CGI still looked like it came off a of CD-ROM. Yep. But, but they had a little bit of a budget. So, so, yeah, but they let anybody in Arkham. Like, there's one scene where Poison Ivy just strolls into Arkham Asylum and breaks Freeze out with her um, bodyguard Bane with the shopping cart. Don't, don't the most <laughs> underprotected building on the whole planet. Yes. These guys are constantly getting out. You need to build a thicker wall or something. They're always getting out of that place. Why do you keep letting these people out? How many yeah. times does a Joker need to get out of Gar- of, of uh, Arkham? Stop letting him out. They all need to be like chained and like in all in like a solitary confinement. Yeah. And then you get like food like once a day. How do they keep getting out? I just think at one point. I just think at one point they just told. They just said after the Joker kept getting out, they said, "Fuck it, we can't hold him. We can't hold nobody." I'm trying to find now. I probably can't find a part, but I did. There's one part that I did kind of uh, even though the movie was shit, uh, I did appreciate how they actually had Two Face and Riddler's costumes in lockup. Yeah, yeah. I, I I did like that, and I don't know for sure. I don't know for sure. I'm pretty sure it was just me reaching, but I thought that I did see. A chainmail suit of a, a, like a chainmail gauntlet, which was but which would have been a callback to Azrael. I could be reaching. Look, I, I try to find something to enjoy in this movie. Yep, <laughs> I try to find something to enjoy. But yeah, fight choreography just straight up bad. Um, the way that they Barbara gets her shit is the way Barbara becomes Batwoman is stupid. It 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 is dumb. It is dumb. And her origin story, they basically copy and paste Chris O'Donnell. Instead of her trying to impress people with the Batmobile, she steals Bruce Wayne's bikes to go race for motorcycles. Why, when her I'm pretty, her uncle works for Bruce Wayne? I, <laughs> so, much, so much of the movie is stupid, don't make sense. I don't have many clips left because it's just too much stupid to go through with this movie. <laughs> too much stupid. Too much to oh, and mind you, so uh, we come to find out. So, I forgot to mention that, Alfred um, Klein. 
Alfred is dying conveniently from was it McGregor's uh, stage one McGregor's disease? I think that's what it's called. Well, I don't think it was convenient for him, but yes, for the movie, it's very convenient. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well, yeah, of course, not for Alfred. <laughs> well, I, well, yeah, it's really convenient for the movie because two. Although, if I was in this movie, I wouldn't mind either. Yeah, <laughs> just kill me off. Just yeah. kill me. No, don't save me. Don't save me because you're gonna make another one of this trash. <laughs> like, but okay, yeah, we forgot to mention. Because there's a lot of foreshadowing in this movie, y'all. It's like they yeah. throw it in your face. So, um, Mr. Freeze. Well, I think it's always funny. It's pretty, it's always spelled Mr. Fries. But Mr. Freeze, what? Mr. Freeze's wife is dying from um, is dying from a elevated McGregor's disease. But Mr. Freeze found a cure for stage one McGregor's disease. And guess what disease Alfred has, y'all? I'll give you a minute. I'll give you a second. Stage one McGregor's disease. Warner Brothers, fuck you. That's right. Oh, and not only not not only that, let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Not only does he have the cure, but he walks around with it like it's fucking Tylenol (laughs) in his suit. Oh yeah, here you go. It'll just it'll just you'll feel better in the morning. That's right. To take two of these and call me in the morning. Call me in the morning. Oh, call me. Eat a dick. Eat a dick. This movie can eat a big fat dick. <laughs> like, I like, okay, no more ice puns. Then they gave us a damn doctor pun. Like, you know what, Batman film? You can lick my ass. All right. You can lick my ass. I'm not having fun. I have not had fun. They killed. Oh, and if y'all think that you're going to get a nice, cool fight with Bane, you didn't get that. You got a shitty ass. Um, he basically, hub, he basically, I don't know what Pops it is. like a balloon? Yeah, he popped like yeah, they, a balloon. He popped like yeah, a they, balloon. They, they pulled off his, his uh, hose, so he shrunk back down again. And they didn't even have to try. Like, he legit nope. got his pinky toe on the tube, and it came off. Yep. And then he went back to being uh, scrawny yep. and uh, surrounded by venom, which acts like acid in some parts. This movie's stupid, y'all. This, <laughs> this we, don't forget, we killed Poison Ivy with, um, no. uh, was it Audrey too? No, with we the, didn't kill uh, From her. Little, Little Shop of Horrors? Yeah, she gets eaten by her own plant. No. Yeah, that I... girl, I think, pushed her into the plant and then she no. just got trapped. I thought that. I thought that, but she's at the end of the movie because this is after um towards the end when um Batman tells Freeze that she killed his wife because she tried to pin on Batman. That can't uh, then kind of find out she survived. I thought she was dead too, but she survived. She's in Arkham eating rose petals, and then Freeze gives another shitty ass ice punt, and that's the last we see of those two. First of all, how did he get in there? Because Arkham has security not i don't know what what has bad security and he was wearing his armor like hold on <laughs> yeah he was wearing the armor that is clearly damaged because the man looking like he's part of the blue man group right here well a pale well a sickly person from the blue man group and not only that so this whole movie there is no consistency with uma thurman's poison ivy powers because I guess they didn't have, they won't try to spread out the budget this time. Yeah. <laughs> she does not control plants until the very end of the movie. And before then, she has given everybody herbal aids the whole movie. 
Wow. Right, but even at the end when she's in Arkham, there's no reasoning why she and she has a plant. Like you said, she's eating a rose. There's no reasoning why that she can't control plants to help her escape. Like they don't even bother to you know, like Mister Freeze. At least they put him in the ice. You know, they put him in under the freeze ray where you know he has to stay in that one spot, which is again a '66 trope. They did that in the '66 movie uh, TV show. Like if he has to leave that section, he becomes you know he's not in his freezing chamber, if you will. There's no reason she can't break out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that there's no consistency with the writing. I, I, I yeah. at this point, I'm like, you know what, the movie about to be done. The fight choreography was due to it. It was worse than Forever. Now I think about it. Yep. At least, actually, yeah, it was. At least in Forever, they did some stuff. A couple that was decent. Yeah, like all the scenes of Crystal Donna Forever. That was actually good. That was actually good. But this, it it just looked choppy because I'm pretty sure like they, George Clooney didn't want to do that many stunts, and I guess if they did do a stunt double, he would did horrible. Sorry, sorry to that man. Can't blame him. If, whoever the choreographer was in these movies, they sucked. But yeah, oh, but yeah, the movie get comes to end. The hero saved the day from the dumbest plan. Yeah, let me go back to this plan, y'all. I, I almost forgot. You thought you were gonna get off Warner Brothers, so Mister Freeze's plan that he pitched to Uma Thurman. What I'm going to do, well, at first, since Batman killed my wife, I was just trying to save my wife, be a good husband. But since he killed my wife, no, fuck that. What I'm going to do, I'm going to freeze Earth over. I'm going to freeze Earth over. Uh, He's going to freeze Earth over and make it the Ice Age again. Yep. And, and Poison Ivy is okay with it because he like you tell her. You can rule the world with your plants once I freeze the, the freeze the world over. Now, look, I'm not the smartest person in the room, <laughs> but if you take away sunlight and you freeze the earth to below freezing temperatures, plants can't survive. Yeah. <laughs> plants are gone too. Plants are gone too. But Uma Thurman's like sister did not put that together. Uma Thurman, like, you know what? You blue. I trust you. <laughs> it's your big bald head. That sounds good. I'll trust you. I'll go with that. I, I, I trust you. So yeah, that plan's that plan's stupid. That plan's stupid. And this this movie made me realize how I love Batman. But as but as a philanthropist, Bruce Wayne is a piece of shit because he can solve all the world's problems. Because Bruce Wayne is smart enough to reroute. All because Mr. Freeze, he starts to freeze over, he freezes freezes over Gotham. Mm-hmm. And then Batman is smart enough to redirect all the satellites from the other side of the world and reflect them back to Gotham to thaw out Gotham. If you were that smart, why have you not solved world hunger? Why have you not helped? Why have you not fixed global warming? Matter of fact, why have you not just ended all wars if you're that smart? So yeah, fuck the writing of this movie, inconsistent. But Joel Schumacher, good old Joel, rest in peace, Joel. But he really thought that he was gonna get a third movie because this is what we get: the triple handshake. Funny thing is, George Clooney kind of is Bruce Wayne in real life. 
This movie can eat a dick, yo. <laughs> this movie can eat oh, a dick. The rubbing, the running with the wobbly ears. <laughs> oh, oh man. yeah, man, you know what? You said something. We got to see it. <laughs> you got to see the wobbly ears. Wow, them things are moving. I never noticed. Oh yeah. It's a thing. Like Warner Brothers had the nerve to actually think that believe that they were going to give him another one called Batman Triumphant. <laughs> well, to be honest, Scare- yeah, Scarecrow as the villain, Harley Quinn as the Joker's daughter, and have Man Bat in it for whatever reason. <laughs> Now, shoehorn three villains into this one. We have to shoehorn whether well, it's president up at the four in the next one. And okay, so the thing about this movie is, I'm sad to say, Robbie, yeah, it was a flop. It made 238 million out of 100, uh, out of a 160 million dollar budget. What's so, what's so sad is it almost made its budget back. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if it would have made its budget back, it's still it needed to make 320. <laughs> Yeah, it it still would have been far off. Man, I'm sorry, as Batman fans, we we are kind of the blame because we all we keep on we keep on feeding into these films. Because I'm seeing this film, I'm seeing the Robert Pattinson Batman three times. I'm yeah. gonna just let you know that now. Yeah, I don't know. I I gotta say, I was not a fan of that the new one, the Pattinson, to when I watched the first trailers. But the latest trailers has started to sway me. I'm still not happy with the suit, part of the suit, um, but I think you know, I think it's gonna be good. It, again, it's a different take on Batman, but I think they're gonna you know give us something. You know, what I mean, it looks like a badass movie, lots of action, uh, a good interpretation of Batman Year One. You know, he's gruesome. He's you know violent. Uh, he hasn't kind of pulled his shit together yet, but it looks really solid. And, you know, again, I, I don't know. I'm not really sold on Catwoman. They're probably not going to treat her right again. Um, the Riddler is a different Riddler than we're used to, but it does have some comic book origin to it. Colin Farrell's Penguin is, I don't know, it's the farthest look from a Penguin I've ever seen, but it's more that gangster type. Yeah. And they're giving him a show. Yeah. Now, I, I will say this. Oh, yeah, and before we go on to talk about more Batman, yeah, uh, if y'all want to get a rating, uh, the way we do this, uh, Marco, we got mm-hmm. uh, Fuck You Being the Lowest, Salty, Store Bought, Buttery, and Movie Theater, then Gourmet. If y'all ain't always, if y'all haven't realized this by my talk, this is a fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is the lowest fuck you I can give you. I just suck my dick slower than that. <laughs> All right, so Marco got his own <laughs> category. It, it just suck my dick, and I, I'm, Rob- I'm, I'm giving it. I'm giving it uh, two fuck yous, two <laughs> two two fl- um, flipping the birds, two middle fingers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, Warner Brothers, fuck you. That that is that was our review on Batman. Uh, what and Robin. Batman and Rush? <laughs> even forgot the title. <laughs> Batman it's and so Robin. forgettable. <laughs>